Well, well, good afternoon. It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, back at it. Thank you for being there on this Friday. Getting you home. Getting the, uh, we, we can call this the happy hour. It's the happy four hours here. Getting your uh, weekend started. And what a week it has been in Western New York. Just let me tell you, um, you know, obviously we had the uh, injury, the cardiac arrest on Monday, DeMar Hamlin, the hit, um, you know, and it, it, it really, uh, you can just feel um Western New York and the country coming together, praying for DeMar Hamlin, praying for his recovery. And the news we've gotten over the last 24 hours, I can't think of just more uplifting news. I mean, we're talking about someone who, whose heart stopped on the field, was revived, was in a hospital in critical condition, was on 100% oxygen off a ventilator, then down to 50. Today, the breathing tube came out. He was able to talk with his teammates. When he woke up yesterday, his first question was, did we win? Who won the game? Just such uplifting uh, moments that I really think is, uh, after what happened on Monday, this is the best way we could start the weekend. With the uplifting news we're getting, a Western New York that is united, something I want to talk about later in the show, how powerful this region is when we are all in it together, when we're not wasting our times, our time bickering at one another, another. we're in this together. The unity we have seen this week in Western New York, I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing. And it's something I hope we don't just let go of. Next week. I, I, I really, and like I said, we'll get into that later in the show. But the uplifting story of DeMar Hamlin. And this weekend, you're going to see the three uh, patch on the bills. You're going to see different um, recognition of DeMar Hamlin around the NFL. Starting tomorrow, by the way, there are two NFL games tomorrow. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. And again, I... As rough as Monday was, seeing that play out, Tuesday and Wednesday as we were all together praying, wishing, praying for DeMar Hamlin to come out of this, for DeMar Hamlin to make a full recovery. And then the news yesterday and the even more positive news today, um... That, you know, and if you're just joining us, the fact that he FaceTimed his teammates this morning, talked with the team, was part of the team meeting. I, I can't stress just how freaking awesome it was to hear that. I mean, really, just freaking awesome. And obviously, we continue to pray um, for his full recovery and uh, really, really happy to see um, things moving along. And, you know, shout out to the trainers. Shout out to the doctors at, uh, in Cincinnati. I mean, they did incredible work. And as I said on Tuesday, you know, we talked uh, on Tuesday on BMAS and Beamer about the, you know, after seeing that and after now knowing what CPR did to save his life, 
CPR saved DeMar Hamlin's life. I, 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 I hope that I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one that is, you know, it has this feeling of, well, maybe I need to go get my training. You know, I'm going to go seek out training. And I'm happy to see that Thurman Thomas's foundation is raising money to do free community CPR training. Again, another part of Western New York coming together for DeMar Hamlin. Uh, it, it's, I know I keep saying this, it's a beautiful thing. And it's very uplifting. And, and it's the positive I think we all needed after this week. It is the positive we all needed here in Western New York and in America. I mean, really, if you look around, you know, every NFL team, pray for DeMar, was their profile picture. Multiple stadiums throughout the country, red, uh, red and blue for the Buffalo Bills, including, you know, Hard Rock Stadium, home of one of the Bills' rivals. I mean, again, this, this isn't about, there, there are no rivals, there are no hated rivalries. This isn't about football. This is about a human life, as we said on, uh, on BMAS and Beamer this morning. It's interesting to talk about where the neutral site will be. Yeah, you can have your problems with the system they came up with. But anytime I complain about, well, the Bills might not be the number one seed, I think of that's just, that's just not important compared to the fact that DeMar Hamlin is recovering. DeMar Hamlin is talking. DeMar Hamlin has the breathing tube uh, out. That's what's important. And when you put it in perspective, it's like, uh, uh, wherever they play, you know, I'll be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wherever they play, I'll be there. Um, and heading into this weekend with this news, I, I think really does, um, I, it's gotta be, it's gotta make it not only easier for the players, you know, part of that weight being lifted, but Hey, you know, DeMar, he wanted to know who won the game. You know, he was in the team meeting. Um, it, it's gotta push them to really want to be on that field Sunday and playing for their teammate, uh, DeMar Hamlin. And, we're going to get later in the show, I'm going to ask you, has this turned into, you know, what, what do you feel the game's going to be, the feeling around the game's going to be, and has this turned into, uh, you know, one of these games we're going to look back at and say, hey, you know, the, the game after um, DeMar Hamlin, uh, after the Cincinnati cancellation because of DeMar Hamlin going to cardiac arrest, remember that game, remember the emotions of that game, and... Um, it's going to be very special, I think, in Orchard Park on Sunday. All right, 803-0930, star 930 is the number. And I have a few questions for you uh, to start things out. And, you know, again, it's been an uplifting 24 hours. I really think so. I, I mean, the feeling of the last 24 hours, I think, Josh, you'd agree with me, the feeling of the last 24 hours is so much more positive. It's so much more uplifting than what we went through, you know, Tuesday and even on Wednesday when, you know, Okay, he's in uh, critical condition. He, he's his vitals are back, but you know you didn't know. Now now he's talking. Now he's communicating. I mean, it's it's very positive news. Um, so I want to know from you because we've talked about Demar Hamlin and, and he's on his way to recovery. What's your story of recovery? What's a story of you or someone who made who 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 you know? Let's just, was in a tough position. Maybe you too were in critical condition or someone you know. And thanks to the medical staff, thanks to the power of prayer, 
you or, or someone you know made a full recovery. And I want to go back to, has this experience, has seen DeMar Hamlin's heart literally stop and be revived by CPR, has that made you want to go out and learn CPR, be CPR certified? And, you know, I I look at this question, and we talked about it on Tuesday, but now I've had a little more time, now I've had a little more time to, to think of it. Not only do I want to learn to have CPR so I can, you know, if I'm in a situation where I can save someone's life or, you know, uh, keep someone going while medical um, personnel's on the way, I think that's a duty we all have to go and take the training. But I also do believe in karma. And I want to learn CPR so that if something happens to me, someone around me has learned CPR. Someone in, my, in the vicinity of me, if I am going through something, can be there and administer life-saving CPR. So I want to open that up too. Has this pushed you to want to learn CPR? Have you been in contact? I, I talked about this uh, during the week. I've been on uh, websites looking at different classes. When can I take this class? Where can I go? I don't want to do the online class, and no offense to the people who offer online classes, um, but I want to, I want to be hands-on. I want to, you know, I, I, cause I, I, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of questions, which I, I guess is one of the positives of me being the host of Hardline. I have a lot of questions and I don't want to ask them online cause, uh, Josh will tell you this because Josh has to deal with me, um, regularly. Um, but when I have something to explain, I use a lot of words, probably a lot of unnecessary words, but I use a lot of words when I'm trying to get a question out or explain what I'm thinking. You can't do that in type. I don't really want to do that in a Zoom meeting when the thing might be freezing up. So I want the in-person CPR class. I don't really want to take the online training. Um, so it has pushed me personally to go and get certified. I, I'm hoping that it's pushed you. 803-0930, star 930, your story of recovery and has this pushed you to learn CPR, the, um, what we have seen? And, you know, I saw this on, I saw this online. I think it's a great idea. Josh, tell me if this is what they're going to do or this was just proposed. Instead of introducing the, the players one by one, introducing the training staff on Sunday, you know, I do think there needs to be some kind of recognition. And not just here in Buffalo. I think every NFL team should recognize their, their training staff. But I definitely think here in Buffalo, our training staff needs to be recognized on Sunday. Um, the, the way they sprung into action, they were there. They didn't, they didn't, oh, what's going on? What's this? What's that? They, they sprung right into action. They, they, they recognized the problem, and they called the ambulance up, and they got to work. Cincinnati's training staff also deserves the recognition. They were right there with the Bills trainers. That's who needs to be needs to be recognized on Sunday because these these people are they they saved a life they they honestly saved a life and obviously the doctors in Cincinnati as well who were who went right to work as soon as Demar Hamlin showed up as you were saying the whole training staff should be commended but one guy in particular Denny Kellington he was the one that started and I think did the most CPR. And like I said, they all deserve recognition. I'm not saying he's right. better than them, but he was the one that brought him back. Yes. 
What was his name again? I'm sorry. Denny Kellington. Denny Kellington deserves a standing ovation. And one of those standing ovations that delays the kickoff of the game. You know what I mean? Where people just won't sit down and just keep clapping. He deserves that kind of recognition. And I hope to see multiple standing ovations for him and the training staff on Sunday. I'm sure something like that is in the plans. And um, I- I'm I'm really, really... Um, it's going to be an emotional, I think, start as well, obviously, you know, going through the, the week. Um, but I'm excited to be there. I know a lot of people are excited to be there, um, you know, because you go from, obviously, DeMar, and we're playing for DeMar, and uh, we're so happy to see DeMar uh, talking, and he's off the breathing tube, and thanks to the training staff. Josh, let me ask you this. Once that ball kicks off, though, this is Bill's Patriots. Yeah, and I think so. And I think it's going to be really amplified just by that Zoom call and those FaceTimes today. I mean, these guys, everyone always says bills by a billion, but I think they really mean it this time. Because these guys are going to be so fired up just because of that one Zoom call, that one FaceTime call from DeMar. And it's going to be an electric feeling in that stadium on Sunday. I I wish I could be there for it because, I mean, we're going to be able to hear it here. From like we're gonna be able to hear Orchard Park from here. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be loud. I'm worried about the foundation. It's gonna be shaken. <laughs> it's gonna be but great. I think it's going to be Bills Patriots times ten. Like you're gonna get all that emotion that Bills Patriots brings, and then everything else from this week that's gonna just add on top of it. And then um, we're gonna have the Dolphins, Steelers, and Titans lose, so we play the Patriots again next week. Yes, that would be ideal. <laughs> Oh my gosh, could you could you imagine that? Oh man. Uh, but I want to know your thoughts. 803-0930, star 930. Your story of recovery. Have you been pushed to learn CPR? And the game this week, has this turned into one of those must-be-at games? Must-go-to games? Is that what we're looking at Sunday, Orchard Park, this weekend? 803-0930. Star 930. And what are you expecting? What are you expecting when you walk into that building on Sunday? You know, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days now uh, because, um, you know, I, I've been thinking, what's it going to be like when, when I walk into the stadium on Sunday? What, what's that feeling going to be? And, and I do think it's going to be, you know, one of those. I, I think it's going, it's changed a little bit because of the positive news of DeMar Hamlin. I think that has changed it just a little bit. But it will be very, um, I think it'll be a lot of, you know, uh, again, I think it's gonna, you're going to see standing ovations for the training staff. You're going to see a lot of emotion on the field before the game, um, definitely. Uh, but I think it's going to be a very positive atmosphere. And again, the last 24 hours, how uplifting it's been. The positive news that's come in, I think, has really, um, as you said, Josh, amplified what this game is going to be like on Sunday. And, you know, Josh, we saw DeMar Hamlin on FaceTime with his teammates today. What do you think of DeMar Hamlin on the Jumbotron Sunday? Do you think that's a possibility? I think if they can do it, it's 100% going to happen. I don't know how, I don't know the logistics of that or if he'll be able to, like, right. if he'll be up for it. But if they can, I think they will 100% do that. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, my God. The, the, Unannounced? The, just the noise and the cheers. Unannounced, like, and all of a sudden you just see DeMar Hamlin on FaceTime on the Jumbotron. That'll be insane. 
That'd be absolutely insane. Uh, again, if, if he's up for it, if, if it can work out, that would be, you talk about how loud that building's going to be. Could you imagine that? 803-0930, star 930. But again, the fact that we are talking right now about DeMar Hamlin talking with his teammates, DeMar Hamlin off the breathing tube. I mean, it, it is, it's so uplifting, so positive. And I really, for the next three and a half hours of this show, I'm really hoping for a positive show. I think we can be very positive. It's been a rough week here in Western New York. Obviously, you know, I mean, all week, our thoughts and prayers, and they continue. Our thoughts and prayers continue to be with DeMar Hamlin. I mean, until he's out of the hospital and even even past that, right? I mean, this is just a remarkable recovery, and you're learning more and more about the remarkable human that DeMar Hamlin is. And um, I, I'm excited for his recovery, and, and I'm really excited for when he can walk out of that hospital and really, really see um, all the love and support uh, that he is getting, not only here in Western New York, but around the country. 803-0930, star 930, that is the number to get on. I'm asking you your recovery story or someone you know their recovery story. Has, the, has Monday's incident pushed you to want to learn CPR and be CPR certified? And what are you expecting out of this game on Sunday? Has the game Sunday become a must-attend game in Orchard Park? And really, I think that that's the game, obviously, but the pregame, uh, the the seeing the players back on the field, hopefully acknowledging the training staff. I think it's going to be a beautiful thing in Orchard Park. What do you think? 803-0930, star 930. It is Beamer in for Bowerly on this Friday in January on News Radio 930 WBEN. In for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy Friday. Talking about the, uh, it's been an uplifting uh, 24 hours, right? After a a really tough start to the week, Um, DeMar Hamlin, cardiac arrest, has to go off the field, obviously. Uh, And I still, looking back on it, think it was the right move uh, at the time to suspend the game. Um, and, you know, for, for two days, kind of the same, the same. And then we learned yesterday that he was communicating. Uh, he, you know, asked who won the game. And then today he was able to address his teammates via FaceTime. Uh, it, it's just a beautiful thing. And, you know, uh, an uplifting story. 
and um, his road to recovery is something that we continue to pray for. I'm asking you, 8030930, your recovery story, uh, or someone you know's recovery story, has Monday's incident pushed you to want to learn CPR? And what do you think the game atmosphere is going to be like on Sunday? Has this become a must-be-at game in Orchard Park? 803-0930. Star 930, that's the number to get on. Uh, Suzanne in Buffalo is here with an update. Now, Suzanne, remind the listeners uh, of your story. Um, I called on Christmas Day. Um, after my, my, hip, my hip dislocated on Christmas Eve in the morning, so I was already 24 hours I was laying on the floor of my bedroom, um, and my brother told me to call Tom Bowerly. Uh, he had the, the show was on, and you know, some in some way, maybe someone could help me um, because my hip was out, and there was no way I could even move. Um, so I was talking to you guys for about 15 minutes. A lot of information. Um, you know, what to do, um, a listener did here. I didn't get in touch with him. However, within an hour, um, I heard a woman, uh, voice, uh, saying hello. And I said, I'm back here. And she goes, hi, I'm Carrie. Um, and this is my, uh, fiance, Ken. Um, I had a nurse, I had an EMT. Um, they said, okay. We're going to go get some more help. They wound up getting two other houses. They lived four houses from me. Um, they heard what was going on. They contacted two other uh, friends on the neighborhood, um, a couple houses also from me. Um, and everybody, all eight, nine people, um, put me in this collapsible um, gurney. Um, that was made of this really heavy fabric and they put me on the bed and then it was like five, five, not even five minutes. And they said, through this, we're taking you to the hospital. So these nine people trudged nine, 10 houses in the blizzard, you know, not seeing, trudging through the snow in the street, carrying me um, to a pickup truck that was on Seneca street. And they, took me to the hospital. They couldn't have been, you know, um, I was in shock. I was, I was just was in shock. I was in shock talking um, on the phone. I was kind of, kind of like in and out of it. My brother recorded. I just listened to it. Um, I said, I wanted to be able to contact you guys and let you know um, how appreciated. I mean, I have Kenny and Jeff and Carrie and Jason and Elizabeth and PJ and Boomer and Nolan and Robert, and I just want to say so much. I know they listened to the show, and you guys saved my life because um, when I got to the ER, I was hypoxic. I had a lot going on from being on the ground. Um, there was just – I was admitted for the three days, um, got out on the 27th, um, and I mean, I couldn't be more thankful. And I – you know, certainly without intervention – um, they said I was very lucky to be there because um, things could have gotten really worse, you know, if I was laying there for another two, three, four days when the National Guard was going door to door checking on people. Well, um, so I just wanted to call in and let you guys know that thank you that your show was able to help me. 
and I had neighbors that were listening, and these people, you know, took time to help me. And uh, I couldn't be more grateful. Well, Suzanne, we are grateful that you are doing better, that you are that your story of recovery. And uh, thank you so much for calling in and updating us. Yes, and I'm so happy to hear about Demar. And I, er, yeah, and I mean, I just, I'm just thrilled that you know every day he's got better progress. And yes, I know CPR, and I really think everybody should just take that class or you know for 15 minutes because you could definitely save somebody's life the sooner you you definitely start doing chest compressions um until you know you can get help it it will definitely make a difference well i just wanted to say thank you so much and thank you suzanne really appreciate the call and so happy to hear uh, of your road to recovery suzanne in buffalo opens the line for you 803-0930 star 930 and um just really happy to hear that story. Uh, happy to hear all of the uh, all, all of the uplifting stories that we can today. Eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty is the number to get on. Uh, talking about your road to recovery. Um, tell us your recovery story. Also, learning CPR. You know, um, Suzanne said everyone should, and I agree. You know, and the thing is, before Monday, if you would have said, "Hey, Joe, you know, you probably should learn CPR." Actually, guess what? They did. They offered CPR courses here at work years ago. And I was like, no, I'm going, I'm, and I, I, I'm upset with myself that I did. But again, you'll learn in life as you go and you see stuff like this. It really is stuff like this that opens your eyes to, wow, I, you know, it would be very helpful if most, if not all of us knew CPR. And it's, it's an example of, you know, just kind of, What's the word I'm looking for, Josh? You know, uh, taking the lessons out of out of life, taking lessons out of life, and trying to be better. Uh, and yeah, I wish I could go back in time and tell myself, "Hey, they're offering you free CPR certification. Why don't you go and take it? Why don't you go and get certified?" Um, I didn't that time. I'm going to this time. I'm definitely going to take that class. Like I said, I've been looking, uh, matching up the schedule with my schedule. And again, I, I, I'm sure for some people, the online thing works out. The online thing doesn't work out for me. I, I, I need to be there. I need to be able to ask questions. You know, we talked about this a lot during COVID. Um, I was already a really bad math student. If I had to take math classes online, um, we would not be talking about college Joe Beamer. Okay. Uh, so CPR class. I need, that's something I need to do in person, and that's the certification I'm looking for, and that's what I've been uh, looking for, the schedules I've been trying to compare, mine and the different CPR cor- uh, courses around Western New York. But I'm definitely going to do it. I urge everyone to do it, and I also applaud Thurman Thomas and his foundation for um, raising money to do community um, CPR free community CPR classes. I think that's an awesome thing, and uh, God bless them for uh, for doing that. Eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty. That's your number to get on. Uh, also asking you about the atmosphere at the stadium on Sunday. What are you expecting when you walk into that building on Sunday? And what would you like to see the Bills do? Like I said, and I think I probably speak for everybody listening. I'd like to see them acknowledge the training staff. Uh, and I'd like to see the training staff get a standing ovation, which probably wouldn't be, won't be that hard because most people stand the entire game anyway. 
So I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that recognition. I think it would be just absolutely, I don't know. I can't find the word to, to describe the feeling it would be if DeMar Hamlin was on the Jumbotron um, addressing the crowd. Again, obviously, that has to be something that he can do, that he feels okay doing. Uh, but could you just imagine the the feeling in that building if he just did a, a short uh, message for the for the fans? I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine. And it's hopefully it's something we're talking about on Monday. And then I want to get into this. So we're taking your calls on recovery. You're taking your calls on being pushed to learn CPR. Um, and uh, the feeling in the stadium on Sunday, and you know what that's going to be like. But also this idea, uh, something Ed Dranch said on Channel 7 earlier in the week. And it's something that, you know, Western New York, guys, we've been through a lot in the last year. We've been through a lot. You know, we talked about it at the end of the year. We talked about it on Monday. This region has been through a lot in the last year. Two snowstorms. The racially motivated shooting at tops. And now we have DeMar Hamlin going into cardiac arrest on the field Monday. It's been a tough, tough year for Western New York. But I have to say, through all of the tragedy, Western New York came together. And Western New York has, Western New York united when we needed to come together as one. And Ed Dranch said, you know, Western New York is better together. We are better when we are together, when we are united. And we're not letting stupid politics or stuff going on in D.C. divide us. And I just want to put that idea, and I know there's a lot of you out there that are going to say, Joe, you always talk about, you, you know, this united, and you know, it's like hearing about it. Uh, but just hear me out. Because... You know, through, again, through tragedy, which we've seen a lot of here in Western New York over the last year, through tragedy, the community comes together. And what do we show when we come together that we are, you know, we are better together as one. We are better when we are working together. And I really think there's something to that. And it really upsets me, and I don't mean to get on the soapbox, and, you know, please call in, 803-0930. I don't mean to get on the soapbox. But it really ticks me off when people who have a louder voice than I do, right? I mean, I'm just a fill-in host at a radio station. There are people who have a louder voice than I do when they can't stand people being united. They can't stand this. And unfortunately, a lot of those people work in politics. And it really upsets me. A week like this, when I'm sorry, uh, yes, our focus should be on DeMar Hamlin and his recovery and being together as Western New York for DeMar Hamlin. And you see elected officials talking about, oh, the other side and the people over here and the other party. And I mean, should we not hold our politicians to a higher standard? I mean, am I the only one that feels this way? Is this not the week? I, I said this yesterday. I could not care less about the speaker vote. Right now, that's not, that's not on my mind. I think as a Republican, I think it's embarrassing. But it's just not what's on top of my mind right now. And really, I, I, I think the people who are going on social media 
and trying to, you know, rip people apart because of their political party. I think at any time, you know, that's ridiculous. But on a week like this, I'm sorry, that's just so far out of the way I think most people are thinking. I think it's despicable. And why is it so wrong to try to stay united? Can't we be united as Western New York, as Buffalo Bills fans? Can't we be united and not let our politics break that up? I think more people, I think the problem is the people, there are people who have the loud voice that they, what's the word I'm looking for? They gain on this division. You know, there's a documentary right now on HBO that talks all about this, and it shows extremes from both political parties. And it says we are this way because a lot of, a lot of people gain off the division. I just don't. I, I just don't think we should let those people win. More people, I think, have the mindset of, "Yeah, I don't agree with everyone's politics, but hey, we're in this. To, we're in this together here in Western New York, right? We're going to come together in Western New York because we are better together. I'll do my thing politically. You do your thing politically. But all in all, we are a better." We are better together when we treat each other with respect and don't, you know, say, oh, sorry, you, you politically don't agree with me. You go, you go away. We don't want you as part of this, this unity. I just think that's ridiculous. And I think, again, I think the people who are elected in office and try to push back on any kind of unity, uh, again, I, I don't care what party they, they are in. I don't think they should get reelected. And that's... That's that. But what do you think? 803-0930. Do you think we should uh, hold our politicians to a higher standard? Because I'm, I, I, I'm not going to ask you, are we better together? Are we better united? I think the answer is yes. I'm pretty sure most people agree with me that the answer is yes. But why don't we hold our politicians to a higher standard? And, and you know, again, look at this week. Look at Western New York this week, coming together, praying for DeMar Hamlin, showing up at prayer vigils, donating to, to DeMar Hamlin's charity, buying merchandise that also is going to, to charity, going to good causes with DeMar Hamlin, love Hamlin, you know, pray for DeMar. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I just don't know why that has to go away. You know, David talked about it at the end of his show. Why do I feel by next Wednesday we're all going to be bickering at each other once again? You know, I will always say this. Real life doesn't have to imitate Twitter. Real life and Twitter are two completely different things. It's kind of like the show The Circle on Netflix, okay? In real life, you know who you're talking to. Like, but on Twitter... Like in the circle, you could have people pretending to be someone else. You ever watch that show, Josh? The circle? No. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. That's the number to get on asking your road to recovery, your story of recovery. Has this weekend pushed? Or I'm sorry. Has this? Has Monday's ev- uh, incident pushed you to want to learn CPR? And for those of you who have learned CPR. 
and I know a few people called in to David's show, for those of you who have learned how to do CPR, can you tell me about that certification process? What are the steps you have to go through, and how often should you be recertified? If someone's out there that's, that, that took CPR certification 10 years ago, is that the kind of thing that you probably should go back and, and relearn? 803-0930, star 930. The specifics of getting CPR certified, I think, are so important. Again, people, I, I know a lot of people, most people are good people, right? Like that Luke Bryan song, most people are good. Most people want to learn CPR. They just want to know a little more about the specifics. 803-0930, star 930. And then the atmosphere at the stadium on Sunday, what are you thinking? 803-0930, star 930. That is the number to get on. You can also text the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board at 803-0930. You can tweet me. That part of Twitter is real life. If you want to tweet me, at the Joe Beamer on Twitter. We'll take your tweets. We'll read those. The nice ones. Um, and we'll take your phone calls um, on the uh, topics that we've uh, thrown out there. Before we go to break, I've got to talk about something that happened today. Now, I got a ticket... And we've talked about this on the air when I when I was notified of this. So between the show, I had to go pay a traffic ticket in Dunkirk. All right. Now, this is a ticket that I got. Let me get the exact date on this one. This is a ticket that I got September 16th, 2016. And it was one of those incidents where I went to Dunkirk. I pled it down. And then I took an extension on the payments because that's just what I do. Um, and then I forgot about it and apparently Dunkirk forgot about it because they didn't, they didn't notify me about this, that my license was going to be suspended in 30 days until, let me get the date on this letter until November 8th, 2022. Now I paid the ticket today. Okay. The ticket's paid. So, you know, I'm not trying to get out of anything, but Six years? Isn't there some kind of statute of limitations? Like, is it my fault that your record keeping was that bad? Again, I went and paid the ticket. I'm the one who who, who uh, messed up. I'm the one who got the ticket. I won't tell you what the ticket was for, but it was on the 90. Uh, I won't, it, it, it's, you know, hey, I screwed up. 2016. It was a long time ago. I've learned my lesson. I don't drive like that anymore. But six years? It took you six years to remind me about the ticket? I'm a little upset about that. But I went and paid it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we won't get another one is what I'm trying to say. I've learned my lesson. Thank you to the town of Dunkirk for reminding me of how bad of a driver I was in 2016. Those days are behind me. I'm going to be a father soon, and I need to be a better driver. That's what I tell myself every day. 803-0930, star 930. It's Beamer and for Bowerly. Back after this.